0: Hello, everyone. Welcome back. Today, I have with me a very special guest, Mika Leon, who is a member of our Cosmic community. She has 25 years experience in the health and wellness industry, and she's here to talk to us today about a very interesting topic, which is soul contracts, which I'm just learning about through her PDF, which I'm going to share with you guys here today. And I'm super excited to learn more. So thank you so much, Mika, for being here with us.
1: You're welcome. Hi, guys. Thank you, Heather, for having me on. Hi, everybody. And uh, yeah, I, I would love to help talk about soul contracts today.
0: Yeah, and so um, kind of before we get into all of that, I just wanted to ask you to tell us a little bit about your background because you have kind of a rich history in the health and wellness industry. I know you're studying transpersonal counseling right now at the University of Sedona, which is awesome. I'm super excited about that too. Um, So yeah, how did you get involved in this kind of work, which is like super alternative and outside of the box?
1: Uh, I've always been a little outside of the box, and uh, I've had tried different things, a lot of different things prior to going into health and wellness. But I started out in a health food store, and um, I also knew at the time that I, I was already into natural aromatherapy herbs that kind of stuff I started taking a certification for aromatherapy while I was growing I was working at this health food store and then I wanted to learn more and I also like other people when you want to cure your own illnesses and you want to get rid of your own stuff you you go into those fields so I also wanted I had eczema at the time so I went into aesthetics along with being at the health food store, along with taking the aromatherapy, and I wanted to learn more and more and more, and so I just started going to school for it. And that's when I got my bachelor's in natural health studies. Um, then uh, it grew from there, but I've always been into metaphysics, even with astrology. I've been one of those people that was uh, looking up my boyfriend's names or my friend's names, like a lot of people started out, you know, looking up your the person you work with's name, and I started that way. And... Um, and it's always been in the background of the health stuff that I did but a lot of the health things that I did was more physical and more hands-on like like I got a certification of massage and a lot of times those were the things that were the money makers, you know not the the more um, energetic things like the Reikis and the yeah and the energetic healing stuff so I got really really pushed off into the bodywork for a while and uh, I felt that imbalance of doing a lot of physical stuff but not the connection of spiritual stuff so that's when I figured out I needed to get a degree that was going to tie everything in because I had um, a lot of the, the metaphysical principles and been doing it on my own or in my life but I wasn't mixing it in with all the physical things I was doing like at the spa and in my practice so that's when the University of Sedona came in so I kind of got to blend all the metaphysical stuff and then I incorporated it with the health stuff and then that's how. I am how oh, I got to where I'm at now, <laughs> and doing the transpersonal counseling uh degree at the University of sedona um so so yeah it's been a a really like fun journey but then i've I've gotten off the path and then jumped back on the path, so yeah, actually, sure you, you know how that goes. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well amazing. And so how did you first start getting into soul contracts? And well actually let's let's do that first and then we'll talk a little bit about what that actually is. Okay. Yeah. Don't know.
1: Yeah, so soul contracts came up um The end of 2020, probably like around October, um, I was getting ready to go into, I said, okay, I'm finishing up my master's, which was a lot around energetics and how the body works energetically um, so that you can manifest what you want. Because as we know, know, everything in the unseen is what's going to manifest what we see. So um, while I was looking and researching that stuff, I don't know how I came across it online, but I found, uh, you know, it's just the way you look up things or research. I found the soul contract teacher and I thought it was, I was like, Oh, this might be perfect to go along with any type of counseling work. Cause I was starting moving out of my master's and thinking about what I was going to do for my doctorate. And, uh, I, I just like you, I think you said in one of your, uh, She's like, you want something that's simple, that's effective, that works. Mm-hmm. And that's what I was like, yeah, you want this breakthrough stuff, you don't want to spend months working on someone uh, to get to something a root cause of something that you can get to uh, much faster, you know, so That's how it came up. I wanted, um, I was like, what would be the tool for my counseling that would bring people in and I could see where they're at and I can uh, work from them where I can figure out evolutionarily where they are in their process in life. And that was one of the quickest ways. So I tested it myself first and then I signed up for the next training and then here we are.
0: (laughs) Nice. And so, um, yeah, so you have a presentation for us on soul contracts. So that probably I I think would be a good way to kind of
1: (laughs) bring everybody into it. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, And give you the basics and the understanding. So yes, I'd love to share it with you.
0: Okay. And thank you so much. And you guys, I will actually upload this so you can see, um, or so you can download it for yourself. So you'll have all the information here. So I just made you host so you can pull that up. And this is super interesting because it combines a lot of different modalities like numerology
1: and- um, Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yes. Um, and uh, where is my, let me find it here. Um, just a minute. I have it on the screen, across here. Okay, now I can share it. There we go, so contracts. Okay, and I'm going to put us in the corner here and put this in presentation mode. Is and Heather, you can let me know if you see that full page. or. Yes. Okay, good. Yes. It's okay. Perfect. So, soul contracts. So, the benefits of understanding your spiritual map. So, this takes you into... And we and you don't necessarily have to believe in um, a specific type of religion for this. We also have ways of making it for people to make it more um, where they think, it's just about the physical life, but it really is a spiritual system. So let me see if I can get this out of the way too here. Okay, so soul contracts is a system of numerology, which was channeled by Frank Alpert of the Arizona Physical Medical Society um, in 1980. So it's about a little over 40 years old. So it's based on like 22 characters of the Hebrew alphabet. And it's basically, you see here in the corner, it's a six-pointed star. If you're getting a, a level one um, reading, this is your personal reading here. And it shows your life in a star, your physical aspects and numbers and characters. And then they also show your spiritual aspects, which is the triangle that's pointing up. And we'll go through that a little bit more. Um, and it incorporates elements of the Kabbalah, the Tarot, and astrology in this. So my teacher, Nicholas David Nugent, and his um, ex-wife, Dr. Almeria Arell Ahir, uh, learned it from Frank Alper. And uh, I have been teaching it since, and they had a couple other people that helped them with it as well, kind of like the pieces together for the the course. Um, But they added their own experiences with the method and um, just gathered all these different um, case studies over the years um, to compare their experiences with it. And um, you may have also seen Nicholas on Gaia. So um, he's done a, a couple of, maybe even a few presentations on Gaia. And this is his book here, so Soul Contract Decoded. And some of you guys out there may have heard of it um, before I've seen him on there. Uh, and so, trying to figure out how I can get this part here, Heather, from, let me see. Do I just click on it and it disappear so I can get the top part?
0: which what are you
1: uh the the bar up top where it has the sharing and stuff i'm trying to get it out out of the way
0: they won't see that only
1: oh they won't see it
0: Yeah, oh, we're the only ones seeing that. <laughs>
1: okay. So yes, so everybody, so, so this is how it's said. So this is a good way that it's put about your soul, you know, a, in a way that people can understand it from whatever perspective that they're coming from religiously. Um, and it said that this is what the soul contracts believe that happens as it goes along. It gives you an understanding of, okay, this is where they're starting from. So it says um, that before birth, each soul chooses its own future life according to the myth souls would go to the fates there's a prophet would arrange the souls in order to cast lots and samples of their lives so the souls then pick their next life from a sample place before them and the life they choose would be their destiny so choosing the next life gives the soul responsibility and purpose in his or her life on earth the life chosen will be suitable to fulfill the purpose that is the conditions on earth the psychological state, and the spiritual path we all set from the beginning. So it's kind of a way of, of saying that you kind of already know before you come in to incarnation, some of this stuff that you're going to be experiencing or want to experience. And I'm sure you've, you've heard of different tracks that also believe in this kind of method as well. Um, okay. So soul, yeah, soul contracts are about revealing the deepest soul truth of why you are here on earth. So it brings in order to the chaos, shows the big picture, physical to your, um yeah, the big picture. So the physical to your soul destiny, basically, is what we're working on. Um, and it shows how physical and spiritual your talents work together or hinder, and it offers recommendations on how to get your contract to work for you. So um, same thing with astrology. Energetic alignment is important if when you know uh, what your energies are, then it's easier for you to navigate them. So we have like six major areas of incarnate life for your soul contracts. So you've got your physical karma, you've got your spiritual karma, and your physical talents. And this is, um, and you also have your six major areas of incarnate with spiritual talents, physical goals, and spiritual goals. So we're and gonna so take. is
0: this this is what the soul contract um, process maps out? Is like all of these different areas and what those exactly. Are.
1: Okay. And we're yeah, and we're gonna go into um, how they look as far as a symbol and a number too. So that's your different areas of life of coronation that you're looking at when you're talking about a soul contract. Okay. So here we go. Yeah, here we've got our vibrations here. So we've got. Like I was saying before, we've got our physical lifestyle is heading down in a downside triangle and the spiritual aspects in the upside triangle. And then some people don't, depending on the name, they don't have a soul destiny. And then uh, most people do though. And that's what, this is, this is actually my birth uh, star here. here. So, um, is yeah, this based on have- the
0: numerology of your name then?
1: Exactly, and they okay. have a, a specific system, Heather, on how they they put the the numbers. Um, before we ha- actually have a ch- um, a software that does it now. Before they didn't have a software, and we went through how they actually go around and each number to the Hebrew language means a specific um, a specific letter means a specific number. Sorry, so we'll we'll talk a little bit on that too as we go along so you can see here you've got a five you've got sixes and you've got these little um symbols that also go along with these and then that's how these all mean something different and they vibrate at different energies so here you've got some of the Hebrew letters and then some of them mean specific numbers vibrations um, English alphabet corresponds to the Hebrew alphabet, as well as the numeric value. The birth name gets numbers allocated to it, and these numeric, numerical vibrations indicate an entire range of experiences. The soul will go through in a given carnation. So it pretty much sums up a lot of what you're going to go through, and it could tell you, too, if you're working through your comma and things like that as well. So as we move through life, we go through the physical and to the spiritual aspects of the chart. So some believe that people really start moving into their spiritual aspects of their life between the ages of 35 and 42. And of course, just depending on the person, some people go into it earlier and they're a lot more spiritual and, and using those traits or getting into those energies earlier. But that's the average that they're they're ranging. Um, sometimes you'll see also when you work with chakras um during this age a lot of specific stuff start happening between that 35 and that 42 um, age range as well. So our talents determine if we have enough power to overcome the karma and achieve our goals. So you see here, you got the spiritual talents and then you have the physical talents. And these guys, at certain vibrations, if they're they're not um, burning off the karma, it's harder for you to get through karma, to get through what you're really supposed to be doing here with the goals, whether it's the physical goals or whether it's the spiritual goals. So the 22 Hebrew letters correspond to the major arcana of the tarot and the six-pointed star of David. And the tree of life illustrated the whole wheel of evolution. So they kind of plant that in some of the meanings of um, what the numbers mean or the vibrations mean. It contains every energy a soul may go through when incarnated. So in this system, and as I said, about two-thirds of your comma you will be working through in this lifetime comes from your parents. So um, when we do the overlay one and we compare your chart to other people in your life, and that starts to get a little interesting and you start seeing uh, correlations to numbers and things like that, and things that you're going through. Um, this can be looked, in, uh, looked at in the overlay reading, so that's the one I was mentioning. So types of soul contract charts. So you've got, like I was saying earlier, if you're someone that doesn't believe in, um, uh, let's say you don't believe in a soul destiny or you don't believe in having karma, they have a chart that you can change. You don't have to have it this way. You can have it as challenges, qualities, drives, and life instead of the one I just showed you with my, yeah, with my bird stuff, with karma, talents goals, and soul destiny. So you use this um, if you've got someone um, that's way more um, in the physical world and, and not necessarily in the metaphysical and don't believe in a lot of it. Um, you it can would still be do interesting
0: for someone who would be, someone who's like that to want to have a reading like this, that... <laughs> Exactly. It seems like it would be
1: unusual. (laughs) Well, you know what? What happens is, um, and and that's level three that I will actually be taking in the next few days. What happens is you've got businesses and um, organizations that will get them done. And we'll go, we'll, um, I got a little bit of that in there too. So yes, you're right. It seems like um, someone, what, what will happen is you call it, you you call it something else and the, and the people that have businesses and organizations and stuff, they're like, yes, I wanna know how am I gonna work with this partner or this this kind of thing. So yeah, I'll tell you a little more about that. So yeah, it does, it does seem strange and interesting at first that they would even be considering it. Um, so your birth chart here, here is some of the things, and this is current. So your overlay readings, let me show you, this is where you can put in your nicknames, any names that you've used in the past for a while, um, marriages, and that's when you correlate how these interact with your um, birth name. Because when you layer someone else's name on, or even if you're changing your own name to a married name, or you just change it, um, it adds like the birth chart is your like cake. And then any layer you put on top of that is like icing. So it just adds like another flavor to your birth chart, but your birth chart never changes. Okay. That's yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So, so it, that's the level two and it kind of shows you how you interact with others. So when feeling stuck and things are not moving fast enough, this is when people do this or, um, and get name optimizations. Um, name optimization helps them break through the karmic and goal energies in their birth charts that are holding them back. Energetically, a name has outlived its usefulness. So sometimes that happens and people just feel like they're not progressing. Also, your parents may have wanted to give you another name and they changed it at the last minute. And I've had a couple of people that have said that. Um, that they felt they were supposed to be another name and, and their parents said, yeah, I was gonna name you this, but then I decided not to. So I just did a read recently and somebody said that again. Um, name optimizing helps to accelerate um, their movement into the next phase of your life. And you can create a name by particular qualities or energies that you would like to radiate as well. So that's another reason why people do the overlays and change. So when people
0: do the name optimization, do they mm -hmm. actually change their name to the new name? Like,
1: what what does that look like? Yeah, and I'm going to go over that a little bit, too. Um, So, yes, they do change it um, sometimes totally, and then sometimes they only change, like, say, uh, spell Heather a different way then you're spelling it now and sometimes that's just enough to change one letter or a couple letters sometimes they add another name in between the names or sometimes they just change a letter in the first and the last name so yes it could be a total name change because just they just don't want it and it's just not working or it could be something where you can work with the current name that you already have and then you have to use it um continuously um, our teachers taught us that he said if you don't use it continuously what happens is you give the universe mixed messages on um, Your energies if you're only using it part-time So you you have to um, commit to the name and you have to use it everywhere When okay. you do it. Yeah um, And so here are some of the letters um, Symbols for the letters that that correspond. So this is for one and it's um, corresponding words and um, keywords are unity power and stability and then for the seven which is connecting with the heart and healing the heart and working through the heart and it's it's also an air energy so it's not a a water energy but it's definitely um, a heart connector this one here is um, a seven And so um, this is a couple of the symbols that you will find that you work on. Some people meditate with the symbols, some people sleep with the symbols and like really kind of take them in. They also use them if if they're trying to change their vibration personally or in their business, then sometimes people use the symbols as well in those. Um, so I found it to be a really healing tool um, with clients because most clients aren't consciously aware of where they should start a lot or begin. And I'm sure you get this too in astrology. I like incorporating astrology, Heather. So the, what I've learned from you over the years, I think I started um, taking classes or getting classes from you back in the end of 2018. That's when I really started getting serious about astrology and I get to use it with this. Um, And a lot of times you find that people are really um, challenged on where they know something's off, but they don't know exactly where to start working on it. Um, So I I found this to be very helpful for that. It helps you to get an idea of where client is in the evolutionary cycles and how they can progress for it. It also shows them where they remove energetic blocks. So then they see exactly, oh, this is why I'm, I'm blocked here because I'm not working on this part of it. Um, in which the aspect of their lifelong um, along their life along with suggestions on how to accomplish it so the the actual method actually gives them different ways that they can um, start working on whatever that energy is to burn off that karma. So um, I found that what I found in this is um, I use these two methods to for a healing process because it helps to work on their energetics of how they're actually wired, their energetic blueprint, and it works a lot on inner child work stuff, which uh, my mentor also, um, psychotherapist, he, he found that that was one of the best ways as well that he broke through a lot of different patterns with people in counseling was um, he was known for doing a lot of energetic um, inner child work. Uh, And I found that to be very helpful with this too. It it asks you a lot of things about your childhood that um, either you've broken through or either you're still dealing with now. And as we know, a lot of us are, are still, uh, that child's still there inside. <laughs> that inner child's still there waiting to get healed for a lot of us. So, so when you can heal a lot of that, that work there, it, it breaks through a lot. So um, here I also put in here, most of us um, have a wounded inner child and when that part of the self is not healed, we become adults that are still looking for ways to nurture and heal that part of ourself, but unconscious to the effect it still has on our adult lives. So that's what I found with this as well, is that when you start getting back to when you were young, was this going on? Or when you were young, did you feel this way? And then a lot of times you get people that say, yeah, I, I still feel that way. Like, I'm still dealing with that with my parents. And then you get people that say, yeah, I used to, but I've done this. And now I did out, And that's what helps you know, okay, did this person work through that karma? Did they work through that challenge? So here are some additional benefits, so we got here, um, here are some of the ways the soul contracts are used for life enhancement. It helps you to understand if your name you're using is helpful or challenging. And then it helps you to understand how the significant people in your life have an influence on your energy. Um, You can name your babies early if you're going to have a baby. Yeah, and give the baby (laughs) the best energetic start. You know, that's one of the ways you can do it. Um, Because they said the baby already, you know, whatever name comes through, that's the, you know, the baby already knows why it's giving you that name or channeling that for you. And then over here, like we were talking about earlier about the businesses or somebody that may not be so, metaphysically inclined or spiritually inclined may may not say oh i'm an atheist or whatever i don't believe in karma or whatever um for business naming partnerships connections to maximize your business success so you can see if um a person or timing or are the name of something's going to work for your business or be successful, those are things that you can also look at. Helps to understand the bigger picture um, for more purposeful work so people can actually find work that they love doing instead of just you know doing work. Um, develop the best business product and services and web names so it, it works on those types of things as well. And um yeah, so here uh when you're working with the corporations, jobs and businesses, it's gonna be challenges, qualities, drives, and life purposes. So other things you can do with it is enhance um relationships through finding the right person for a specific position, enhancing their staff performance, um, developing optimal um, people for management, the right people in the right you know places, um, tailored for each individual, for teams, so and achieving more efficient conflict resolutions and things like that so those are other ways that you use it and so these are just a couple of things that uh people have said about it um so it put her life in perspective and if anybody wants to read the full stuff this is just kind of parts of it um they can always go and check out the rest of it on the website i think one of them is even audible that um she recorded what she had to say so she said um I put in my whole life in perspective, but in a way that was digestible. I had a feeling like there was something wrong, but during the reading, I started to understand how I actually hold myself back. So she had some more stuff to say about that, but I just put a a little quickly note in here. And then Jenny, um, I felt a sense of awe. My name, my birthday, and numerology could still reveal the accurate and profound information about why I came into the physical body, what my soul contract means for my lifetime, and how having knowledge about my strengths and vulnerabilities can give me always being, doing, and acting um, to my environment to propel me forward on my path to fulfillment and joy.
0: Yeah, that's really powerful.
1: Yeah, so, So. Um, and I was going to say, yeah, I was going to offer to you, Heather. Um, I am going into a level three training on Saturday, and I'll probably be in case studies. So I'd be happy <laughs> to go over your, your business with you, if you're thinking about any name changes, anything like that,
0: yeah, um, I love that.
1: Thank yeah, you, or you, or you even want to just see where your your business stuff is at the moment. We can we can look at that as well. So so yeah. So that's that's the general um, overview to give people an idea of of how that works and why you know you putting it into counseling or some kind of practice that um, you can help people get more. Um, a clearer understanding on where they would go with things. And uh, what you would recommend is, you can recommend anything like, for instance, um, sometimes you see somebody in their contract, if they have a lot of fives in their contracts, um, they need to be grounded. Um, Even sometimes sixes, because it's a creative energy and a lot of it's spiritual, not necessarily so physical. So they have to ground in their body. And you would recommend possibly things like, which is pretty easy things, um, if you love the garden, and then some people will be like, you know what, I do love the garden. And it's like, that's a way to get back out in nature and ground yourself. Um, sometimes it's meditation, it's, and sometimes it's certain things because of speech. Like, if someone has um, issues with speaking up and speaking their truth, which is, which is another five vibration, um, then the best thing for them to do is start being more vocal and find ways to express themselves, whether it's through writing or um, Podcast or whatever to be able to start using that speech more. So those are different things that you get people started on, and they're so simple. But then when they start doing those things, they start noticing that it cuts through whatever blockages that they were already, you know, they had there. And then some people just need to be reminded. Um, some people are older and um, they have already uh, done some of the stuff before, and then they forget and they stop doing it. And then they get reminded that, oh yeah, that's why things are kind of off or not on balance is because I stopped doing the thing that I was already doing and it's kind of just reaffirming it to them.
0: Yeah. And that's honestly something that I find to be the most helpful with astrology too is like... Um, you know, hey, you have these signatures in your chart, you have these gifts, you have these talents, and also you have these areas where maybe if you did things a little bit differently, you could strengthen that, right? It, It sounds like it's a very similar thing where you don't necessarily have to change your name, but you can learn how
1: to work with the energy of the name that you have. Exactly. So you can do that too. And then like I said, yeah, some people just decide, yeah, I want to change it all. But yeah, you can look at your aspects mm-hmm. and see, see what the challenging aspects are and then, and then go from there and work on those. Exactly. And so that's why I love it. It blends in the astrology. So yeah, when you're doing your reading, it also starts talking about that vibration is more fiery, you know, Leo. The nines are, are more fiery and catalytic and the sixes are more um, expressive and yeah so it, it gets into what vibration of astrology that you're you're talking about as well at the same time so yeah it's an interesting way of seeing astrology and I love it yeah and I get the blend your teachings in with it
0: <laughs> that's awesome yes. uh, I actually have a, a personal question for you yeah um, so did you do the name like change for yourself? Because the entire time we were interacting, I was just thinking how beautiful your name is. It sounds just so like Oh, <laughs> thank you. Leon. Like it's so fun and beautiful.
1: Flowing. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. And I get a lot of people that said that. So yes. So for for you, yeah, but Heather, yes, I did change my name mm-hmm. and I gave gave myself Leon. I was with one at the time, and it's like he's like, I think I'm gonna change my name to Leon. And I said, Hmm, I like that, and I changed it. I changed it back, and I think it was 2008. I yes. legally changed it, yeah, and then I just added Petit recently because, like I said, you know, I've been—I just got recently married a year ago, so I just added Petit onto it. So yes, I did change it, um, and then that vibration. When I looked up the chart, that vibration. I could see the things that I went through during that time, and and all the the growth stuff. It's like, oh, you know, those numbers correlate with the, what I just went through. And now, of course, since I remarried, or the numbers have shifted again. So now I've got a whole new, yeah new number layer on that cake, or icing on the cake.
0: <laughs> That's fascinating. I mean, because even in my own experience, like I got married and changed my name, and as soon as I started using my husband's name. I could feel like there was a huge shift, like things actually improved quite a bit. Um by doing that. And then also in my business, I actually started with a completely different name. And as soon as I changed the name to Astrology with Heather, everything opened up. (laughs) I mean, the astrology was also there too to help it open up. But part of that, like what the astrology catalyzed was me realizing like this name is not correct. I need a different name. (laughs) Exactly.
1: Exactly. So when you when we do yours, we can look at that too. We can even just look at the shifts between, okay, this is when before I got married, this is the married name. Yeah. Yeah. It's actually pretty cool to see how it all blends together.
0: That's so interesting. Well, awesome. Well, thank you so much for sharing this with everyone.
1: You are very Um, welcome. Thank you, guys. I hope you enjoyed it. Yeah, and if anybody's got any questions um, with the PDF, they can always just ask me, and I'll be happy to help.
0: Yeah. Pop on over in the comment section or uh, head over to Mika's website. I have the link down below into all of her socials and all that too. And so you can find her and get a super um, interesting soul contract. (laughs) I'm super excited for mine. So thank you. You're very um, welcome. Yeah. We'll see you guys next time. Bye everyone.
1: Bye.